Are you a woman? Do you love free porn? Do you love free erotic stories? Do you love free articles about women's issues? Well, then you are going to love my sponsor's website, Belessa.co. That's B-E-L-L-E-S-A dot C-O. They have free erotic stories, free erotic movies, and as I mentioned, some really interesting articles such as five ways to meet someone that doesn't involve dating apps, five things men should avoid on a first date with a bisexual woman. I guess that article is more for men than women. And why penis shaming is 100% a form of body shaming and why you should not do it. And I am going to agree with you because pleasure comes in all shapes and sizes. So definitely go and visit my sponsors, Belessa.co. And thank you so much for supporting my podcast, Holly Randall Unfiltered. That's B-E-L-L-E-S-A dot C-O. Are you a photographer, either amateur or professional, who have always dreamed of shooting beautiful nude Playboy models? Then you are in luck, my friend, because I am hosting my next photography workshop June 16th through the 18th here in Los Angeles. My model is going to be the beautiful Playboy Plus Cyber Girl of the Month, Bailey Rain. And I'm going to have a mix of small group workshops and private one-on-one sessions. So make sure that you go and visit hollyrandallworkshops.com and sign up. We have so much fun on these shoots and I can guarantee you the most beautiful images of naked women in your portfolio that you will ever have. So please come join us. You will have a blast and you will learn a lot. That's hollyrandallworkshops.com. I hope to see you guys there. Today, we have the beautiful Anna Fox in the studio. Anna is not only an incredibly sweet girl and ex-fashion model, um, she is also one of the top black porn stars in the industry today, and she really is kind of the face for that, and she's going to talk to us about what that's like, if she feels that there's racism in the industry, how she got to where she is today, what it was like to work in fashion modeling, and then transition over to working in porn. I think you're going to be surprised um, by what she says about that, and just everything else that's relevant to such an incredibly lovely and positive, wonderful girl. She's always somebody who you love to have around, and um, she's just such a delight, and I'm so happy to have her here, so... Without further ado, let's welcome Anna Fox to Holly Randall Unfiltered. Welcome back to the show, everybody. Today I have Anna Fox in the studio looking fucking adorable as ever. How are you, Anna? I'm good. You look so cute. You always look so cute. Your hair, was it this short the last time I saw you? No. It wasn't, was it? No. <laughs> so Anna's, for those of you that are just listening, Anna cut her hair into a bob. Yes. It's really cute. Do you like it? Yeah, I like it. I didn't think I would like it so much, but everybody's feedback has been positive, so. Yeah. Yeah. Were you scared? Like, what made you want to cut your hair? Because that's a big thing uh, for a girl. Yeah. Um, well, I buy wigs all the time, so uh-huh. I have one new one on the way, and okay. I was like, well, I can change it. Because who cares? It'll be like, yeah. I only have it for a week if I hate it. So right, right, I can right. tolerate a week. But I did it out of like boredom, just like, yeah, I have clippers at the house. You did it yourself? Yeah. Oh my God. 
Yeah, I got. I don't know. You just kind of get bored after a while, and you're just like, "What can I do with these things I have?" In <laughs> yeah, front I'm, of me? I'm like, "No, I'm yeah, like, I would never cut my own hair." <laughs> it took me so long to get it this long, mm-hmm. even like I've yeah. But um, but it looks great. Thanks. And so this is your you cutting your own hair. Yeah. Oh no, this is a wig. Oh okay. Yeah. No, I normally buzz my own head, so I shave okay. my head, but then okay. I just cut the wig myself. Oh okay. Yeah. So you've kind of like become kind of a hairstylist, being yeah. able to like experiment with all this. Because yeah, it doesn't matter then. Yep. Nope. <laughs> just get a new one. <laughs> yeah, it's so cute. You know what I loved? So one thing about you that I love is you always have like such an incredible sense of style. Like, And mm-hmm. I know that people bring that up all the time, and it's always so unique. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's not just um, like classic. It's always different. So this year at AVN, you were wearing this kind of cute, um, like different colored top and bottom, right? Uh-huh. Was it like a blue top and a yellow um, bottom? A white top and a yellow bottom. That's what it was. Yeah. And then the yellow bottom kind of like flounced out and it was very like playful yeah but the outfit that I loved the most was when you wore that like African queen outfit yes that was incredible yeah. where did you get that idea and when what year was that was that the, the year before so 2016 okay yeah uh-huh. <laughs> it's pretty cool I got the idea because I, I was thinking about like, how what do I want to wear this year mm-hmm. and um the girls that stick out to me the most were like girls that dressed in like kimonos mm-hmm. and like they're like cultural dress mm-hmm. and also yeah. like, oh my gosh duh yeah i can just be like an african barbie yeah 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 <laughs> so i literally like googled african gowns and like i found on etsy um the african shop that made the the dress mm-hmm. and like the the collar and everything everything was from africa and everything so I was oh like, my god that's so amazing yeah i was super excited <laughs> yeah it looks beautiful and then, but then, weren't were you cut out of like the Showtime footage? I remember like yeah. Brad Armstrong going <laughs> off about that on Twitter. Like, what yeah. happened? Well, I I'm not. Their version doesn't really match what I think happened. Mm-hmm. So what I was told is that it was just ending like by Showtime that they just didn't have enough time and they just had a terrible editing that day or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but I was told um, when I watched the show, like the preview of it before it aired. I was told that they cut out political things. And I was just like, well, that doesn't make sense because Jessica Drake had a burnt flag gown. Yeah. And, you know, that like, was very political. Very political, yeah. I and, wouldn't say that what you were wearing was political. political. No, I was I'd, saying that it was like embracing your cultural roots. Yeah. Why do you got to politicize that? I don't know. I think they were just like around the same time Beyonce had just did the Super Bowl and all the Black Lives Matter, but... I really didn't even think of all those things when I did it. I was yeah. just like, well, I am black, so how would I culturally de- dress is right. like this. You know, I didn't think of like, oh, black lives matter at yeah. AVN, you know? Yeah. You know? Um, so, like, they gave me their version of events, and I was just like, okay, I just, I don't, I don't that doesn't make sense to me. So. Yeah. Were you surprised, like, did other people feel that that was what you were going for? And were you, like, surprised that that even occurred to them? Um, yeah, some people like Mike <clears throat> South or, you know, just people that talk on Twitter yeah. and stuff. Like, their opinions were kind of, like, far out there. They're like, oh, well, they cut you out because you're a hooker. And I'm like, what? what? No. <laughs> you know, I was like, if that's the case, then, you know, nobody would be in the show. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, it would just be like empty. Yes. <laughs> One person up there. <laughs> so th- there were ideas that were thrown out there that I was like, oh, you guys just have no idea what's what's going on at all. Like, you're yeah. on Mars. Yeah. Uh, so their uh, their opinions were really 
just kind of stupid to me. Yeah, I I think some people like to just you know talk to talk. And look, I mean, if you're on a gossip website, you got to come up with shit to talk about, right? Yeah, yeah, it was good. So (laughs) I was like, hmm, that's a good one. (laughs) So how long have you been in the industry now? Seven years. I remember because I remember when I shot you was Mm -hmm. when I still had my studio in downtown LA. Yeah, and we got to shoot that really cool set up on against those. Beautiful fucking those walls. those walls. Both yeah. of those walls that I had were so awesome. I had like those padded red satin walls, mm-hmm. which photographed so beautifully. Yeah. And then that, that blue wall that, that blue we wall. put all those rivets in to make yeah. it look kind of like uh, steel. Uh huh. Yeah, that was really Industrial. cool. That was like, if it wasn't my first shoot, it was definitely like my first shoots. Like, you know, like your first top 10. Uh-huh. That was like one of my first shoots if it wasn't the first one. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. I'm glad to hear that. I was like, huh. Well, and you came from a fashion modeling background, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so it was interesting. <laughs> yeah. So tell me a little bit about that. Um, I kind of got into it accidentally. Like, I was working at Starbucks at the time, mm-hmm. and somebody came in and was like a photographer, and he's like, mm-hmm. hey, do you... You look like a model. And I was like, shut up. No, I don't. And he's just like, oh, let's take some pictures and stuff like that, like um, model mayhem mm-hmm. kind of like things. Yeah. So, GWC. Yeah. Guy with camera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, I started doing that. And then out of nowhere, like, people kind of contact you. And before I knew it, I was doing, like, a few shows, a few cooler fo- uh, photographers and stuff. But I mm-hmm. kind of found that, like, and being a new person in L.A. and just, like, doing – pictures and stuff like you kind of like run into a lot of creeps Mm. so I would run into creeps and I didn't know how to handle it because I'd never like been exposed to like somebody coming up to you like asking for sex or whatever Mm -hmm. especially like in modeling like you're half naked you're naked all the time you know Mm -hmm. you're you're changing clothes like seeing how it fits so Mm -hmm. it's like you're you're exposed Mm -hmm. so I kind of didn't feel confident in doing it because I was, like, not into, like, I didn't know how to have sex or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, I can't really use this to my advantage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. This isn't a bargaining chip for me <laughs> Nope, it's not going to work. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of crazy when porn came around. I was like, whoa, this is the same thing, but I guess everybody knows you're going to have sex. It's not, like, awkward. It's like I'm expecting it. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It just made it more comfortable for mm-hmm. me. And it, it's it's really strange that I was way more comfortable doing porn than I was doing modeling. Yeah. It's just weird. I don't know. Well, I think maybe because it sounds like those advances were made, um, un, first of all, you were an unwilling recipient of yeah. the advances. And you were supposed to be, you know, they were supposed to be with working with you on something else. Like you weren't there to have sex with them. And so they're trying to coerce you into something extra on the side. Right. But when you come into... You know, porn, like, that's your job. Like, there's something that's very open and honest about the porn industry that you don't really see in, like, the mainstream industry. I think there's, like, a, I don't know, there's, like, an openness that kind of is almost safer in a strange way. Yeah, because everybody's on the same page. Like, we have, like, a level of trust that we have to build, like, almost before you even get there. Yeah. You know, like, you have to feel comfortable even getting up out of your bed to go go there. Right, right, Um, right. Yeah. So did you? So it's interesting because you've had this experience that I think most people wouldn't expect, where you worked in the fashion industry and mm-hmm. you ran into way more sexual harassment than you do in the porn industry, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I couldn't believe it sometimes. Like I, I would wonder, like, are you serious, or is this just what you do? Like, do you just like, you know, flirt with all the girls, or are you like, am I really giving you that vibe of like 
I want to give you a BJ, you yeah. know? <laughs> Do you have like any specific examples that like um I went out for what was it? I want to say it was Playboy. Um but I was like doing like a test shoot, I guess. Mm-hmm. So the photographer had like an assistant and then the assistant left. So we're mm-hmm. still doing the shots and like in between changing clothes, the guy was like, "You know, I never been with a black girl." And I was just kind of like Okay, you know, like, yeah, all right. And he's like, you know, if you want, like, I can make sure you get in the magazine. If you just like let me be with you, like, if you want, we can just do BJ, like, very casual, you know, like, just like almost asking to go to lunch, like, yeah, you know, wow, yeah. And I'm just kind of like looking at the guy, like, you're not that, you know, even if I really wanted to give somebody a BJ, like, I would hope like spin the bottle wouldn't land on you, you know, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I'd rather do your assistant kind of thing. So it's just kind of, like, pretty just casual, like, yeah, yeah. Wow. Uh Uh-huh, like, matter of fact. Yeah, and (laughs) did you kind of, like, get that, did you get that vibe almost, like, I mean, the fact that he sent his assistant home early is kind of weird. Mm -hmm, Yeah. Because, like, for me, my assistants stay with me until the end because I need their help to fucking clean up. Yeah, yeah. So, like, I would never send my assistant home early. Right. I mean, obviously, he had... Uh, he had other ideas, you right? Know, yeah, ulterior motives. Yeah, it's just kind of like I was kind of naive. So now I know like the signs. Like I would have cut on like right before he, the assistant went mm-hmm. home and been like, but I was just like, oh, okay, maybe she has to go. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> She's got band class or something. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, my mom. You know, my mom was a fashion model before she um, started working in the adult industry behind mm-hmm. the camera. But yeah, she experienced a lot of that too. And I remember when. I was very young. I wanted to be a fashion model, you know, because I was surrounded by like images of beautiful women. And my mom was, you know, a photographer. And she was just like, that's the last thing in the world I want for you. She was like, that is not a good business to go into (laughs) at all. She's like, you have no control. You have like no power. Mm -hmm. You're subject to, you know, the whims of like these men. And, you know, it can be like, really confidence crushing because they have a very specific thing that they want in mind mm-hmm. and they're very kind of cutthroat about it. Yeah. Um, what I like about porn is that it embraces everybody. Oh yeah. You know, there's it, it like can be anything. Anything. All <laughs> shapes and sizes uh-huh. and, and there's somebody out there that's going to love you for like what you are. Yeah. And be really into that and yeah. I love that. Yeah, and it embraces change like amongst individuals. Like, mm-hmm. say if you like gain weight or lose weight or mm-hmm. get boobs, don't get boobs mm-hmm. or what like they like all kinds of stuff. Yeah. All kinds. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have you sweet. ever felt under pressure to get your boobs done or anything like that? There's there's times when I'm like wondering like I hope you don't I just get for my the yeah I don't I'm, want you to I'm a chicken and I I've, I've come to like the conclusion in my head I'm not going to get my boobs done mm-hmm. but there's like a trend like a lot of girls getting their boobs done and then I see like oh they get increased work and things like that so there's like that kind of pressure mm. but then I'm like well no because I would change I, I think my Myself would change. Like, mm-hmm. I don't feel like, I feel like my name would need to change. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think I look Anna Fox anymore. You have such like a classic kind of that fashion model look mm-hmm. that I think that getting boobs would, would change that. Yeah. And I'm not, I'm not used to that type of like super mm-hmm. voluptuous woman type. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like I would be awkward. Yeah. So, what I, are your favorite <laughs> kinds of roles to play? Um, I like playing, like, I've played like a detective. I like that because I like watching Law and Order and stuff okay. like that. So, I like that. Uh, I like silly stuff where it's like not too hard to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, scandalous roles, like, mm-hmm. like the, the slutty wife. So, do you like like the acting part? Do you like yeah. doing feature stuff? Yeah, feature stuff is fun because it gives you a character to 
feed off of instead of just like your own normal like mm-hmm. like I normally would do this and like when I play somebody else I'm like well what would what do slutty wives do <laughs> <laughs> you know mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's pretty fun playing a character yeah you get to be able to like play with um being uh, different people so actually that leads me to a question that I got from somebody yeah. um <clears throat> So this is from Russ, and uh, Russ wanted to know, said that his intro to Anna was through Stoya's directorial debut, Graphic Depictions, which was a more ambitious effort than the typical scenes shot as content. My question, knowing nothing of Anna's history, is before getting into porn, did she have ambitions to more ambitious films like Graphic Depictions or story-based films, or was she more drawn to shooting scenes, building her brand, getting paid, etc.? Please note that I am not trying to sound down or pass judgment on setup scenes as being lesser compared to features. There's a place for both. I'm old now, so partial <laughs> to stories. And find it entertaining hearing how much work you put into the dialogue scenes when no one cares if it's a scene as opposed to a film. <laughs> yeah, we do like joke about like how we spend all this time in the dialogue and stuff, and mm-hmm. it's like the one part that everybody fast forwards through the scene. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. <laughs> uh, that's an interesting question. Um I feel bad because before porn, I didn't really, I didn't know people still were like in porn. Like mm-hmm. I kind of got side swiped by like even thinking about getting in the industry. So mm-hmm. I had no idea like the depths of like scenes. I just thought like porn was just people humping, you know, yeah, or yeah. like my dad's Playboys was like the most I think I thought of porn at the time. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really have um, ambitions like. Like you, didn't know you, you didn't know yeah. what was there, what I was you were just, getting into. Yeah, yeah, I just really just wanted to try to have like orgasms by professional fuckers. I just, <laughs> was that like your intention in the beginning? Yeah, yeah. I was like, well, I mean, I didn't think I, I didn't think I would go too far. I was like, uh-huh. well, I'll just try it, and like the, the worst that's going to happen is I'm going to have good sex. So yeah. I'll try that, and then it kind of just spiraled into more. So, how did you like exactly get in? Like, did someone reach out to you, or did you reach out to somebody else? Yeah. Um, well, at the time, I had um, some cousins of mine like came into town, and they were mm-hmm. club promoters, mm-hmm. and there was a lot of porn star parties. Mm-hmm. So, it was uh, T Real and Tessa Lane. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Tori Black, and they were all like at this club, like a lot in mm-hmm. LA. Like, so I would go every weekend, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, mm-hmm. and I would see them at least once a week. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my god, they're my friends, like they're porn stars. I'm like, no way, they're so cool. Like, <laughs> they look like you know, they look like celebrities. Yeah, and I was yeah, like, yeah. wow, and they're so pretty. Like the girls are like gorgeous and yeah. stuff. I'm like, what yeah. the hell? Tori's so, gorgeous. Yeah, Tori's like amazing. She looks so, like a fashion model. Yeah, like yeah. for real. Mm-hmm. So I was just like blown away, and one time I stood next to Tori, and I was just like, "Oh, because <laughs> she's so pretty." Yeah, and then she's like really nice and yeah. like cool. So it's like a couple weeks of like being a creep and kind of like watching them on the outside. Mm-hmm. Then like um, T came up to me like like at the end of the summer, and I was like, "Oh, I'm probably not going to come out again. I'm mm-hmm. over drinking and mm-hmm. over this." Mm-hmm. He comes up to me on the last day I'm there, and he's like, "Hey, I'm in the the." I think he kind of like. Bib did a little bit and was like, I produce movies, you know, very mm-hmm. vague. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I already know who you are. You yeah. don't you don't know I know, but I'm like, oh, movies, yeah. okay. So he just was like, yeah, you should try it out. And I was like, no, man, I don't have boobs and stuff. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not it's no place for me, and I'm not very good at sex. And he's just like, no, nonsense. So I thought I would get my boyfriend in the industry because mm-hmm. my boyfriend at the time just wanted to have, like, 
overly horny, wanted to have sex like morning, noon, and night. Mm-hmm. Wasn't very good at it either. Mm-hmm. So I was like, <laughs> maybe he can hump some girls for me and not <laughs> learn me. something. Yeah, and learn something, or like you know, like I don't have to hump him all the time. Like, sure, like I was fine with him getting uh-huh. it out somewhere else. Yeah. So he went on the, um, I guess, callback or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like he answered the phone call and went in his little audition kind of thing. And I went with him and they were like, well, would you try webcamming? And so I was like, oh, sure. So I tried it for an evening and I was like, this is boring. I'll just try. I'll just do the porn. Yeah. 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 So th- that's it. <laughs> and, that's it. and so what was your first scene? Um, it was funny. It was for Reality Kings. Mm-hmm. And we played hide and go get it. <laughs> Hide and seek, but I had to go hide. And like when they found me, like then we bang. Uh-huh. So it was really cool. I had a woman director, so it made me more comfortable. That's nice. And it was just really neat. Like Reality Kings is like a great first porno mm-hmm. to shoot because they like treat you like a star. Mm-hmm. You know, you, the whole they do a lot of first new girl stuff. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah. And they're they're really good at it too. Mm-hmm. Like I recommend them for anybody's first porno experience because it's really fun. Good. That's yeah. a great recommendation. Yeah. <laughs> And so, what did you feel? So, after you did your first scene, did you uh-huh. feel like hooked, or were you still like unsure? Or um, and was it what you expected it to be? It wasn't what I expected it to be. Okay. I was way more nervous than than what it was. Mm-hmm. Like I was just like, oh my god! Like I don't know why I felt my vagina was like this big, like because <laughs> it's the star. So like my vagina had all the pressure, and I'd never really looked at it like that. I'm like, well, is it a good one? You know, like. <laughs> I don't know what people like. Like, what do yeah. I do? Yeah. So I was just kind of like, like overly worried about how to be sexy. But mm-hmm. once I started, you just kind of like naturally start to have sex, even even with the pressure. It just kind of like goes went away. Mm-hmm. So it's like super easy. And um, Michael Vegas was who I worked with, and he's super. Oh, he's awesome. awesome. So he was he was my my. For a porno virgin taker. Oh, he's like, that's a great person to take yeah. your porno virginity. Yeah, Michael he's super awesome. awesome. He's mm-hmm. so much fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm super happy about it. I he's, had a great time. <laughs> I actually, the first time I worked with Michael Vegas was I had to do this... Um, <clears throat> This uh, acrobatic sex book <laughs> guide to acrobatic sex positions, mm-hmm. and it was like ridiculous. It was like double handstand, mm-hmm. like se- wow. like stuff that you would never be able to do in real in life. In real life, yeah. Fortunately, it was soft course. I didn't have to show penetration because most of these were like you How could in not. The world? Yeah, you couldn't do penetration. Mm-hmm. But anyways, so um, the so the girl that uh, I paired him with was a soft core model who shot for Playboy. She had never done porn or anything like that. <laughs> And, um, well, first of all, Michael was great at it because he can do handstands and all that kind of stuff. That's awesome. So, and, and, you know, she was kind of like one of those girls that was kind of like, uptight, like I'm not a porn star. I uh-huh. But then she ended up giving him a fucking hand job in like one of the fucking bedrooms in the back. Like later. So it was like super, it was so funny. It was just like, oh, okay, you're not that kind of girl. Right. Like, She's like, but, um, I'll do this. So. Yeah. So it was, yeah, it was really funny. But yeah, Michael's great. I love yeah. him. He's awesome. He's the best. Yeah. What do you think are, do you have some favorite scenes? Like, okay, so if you have some listeners mm-hmm. who maybe haven't really watched a lot of your stuff and want to, where would you recommend that they go see your stuff? Like, what favorites do you have out there that people should check out? Um, I'm kind of weird because the feedback that I get on my porn, like, my personal favorites are not necessarily people's <laughs> favorites. Yeah. yeah, I hear you. <laughs> like, I really personally like my kink stuff mm-hmm. um, because for me, it's like challenging in all the ways. Like it's the only thing that I have to like. Okay, I have to li- put limits on it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. And everything else, I'm kind of like, 
no rules, no limits, go at it. But mm. kink like like makes me analyze myself a little bit more. Mm. So I like that because it physically and mentally challenges me. Yeah. But a lot of people are like, no, you're too cute. We don't want to see you get dick slapped. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, ah, it's cool. <laughs> it's interesting because you're not the first person to talk about how kink was not only like physically challenging because, mm-hmm. you know, they do have some pretty extreme like bondage and um, spanking scenes and stuff like that, but also an emotional journey because yeah. Danny Daniels told me about um, how she went through the whole training, like training, training of, of O thing yeah. with the cane and yeah. how with Ramon actually and how mm-hmm. he. Basically, they trained. She had this huge fear of caning, mm-hmm. and through you know several days of this, she uh-huh. went from having a huge fear of caning to being able to like orgasm wow. from like caning. That's crazy. So it was like just this. So have you kind of had like similar? So when you say like mentally challenging, mm-hmm. like what do you mean exactly? Elaborate on that. Um, well, I get nervous um, with BDSM anyway. It's like mm-hmm. an extra level of like nervousness. Like mm-hmm. for me, it goes to like. Pussy eating, dick sucking, sex, anal, mm-hmm. BDSM. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm like most nervous. So it's challenging for me to calm down. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a lot of things that I'm like, like the trust issues with it is yeah. kind of like a big deal. So like yeah. letting somebody like blindfold me, like for instance, is like one of my big things. Like being blindfolded is scary for me. Mm-hmm. Um, electricity is scary for me. Um, clamps and stuff is scary. But it's only scary in that environment. Hmm. Like, if I were going to play tag and be blindfolded, I'm completely fine. Yeah. But just because there's a threat of, like, other things that they could do while I'm blindfolded, mm-hmm. it just, like, yeah. Ah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so. I totally understand that. Because yeah. then you're taking, I mean, when you deprive yourself of one of your senses, then mm-hmm. all the other ones become that much more heightened. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, yeah, blindfolding <laughs> is definitely, like, can heighten um, in yeah. a whole entire experience. <laughs> They're so funny. I feel like they, like, Embarrass me in like a cool way, like <laughs> like my last scene, I was blindfolded because that's my thing, mm-hmm. and then he just kind of like scared, like I, he didn't really touch me for like fifteen minutes, but the whole scene is just my reaction to being blindfolded because I was like scared. Were you like, do were you flinching, like kind of waiting yeah. for him to? Uh-huh. Yeah, like yeah. I'm like tied down to the floor, so I couldn't move, but like he had like little things that he would like hit in the distance, and I was just like ah, <laughs> just like freaking out, and like nothing happened, yeah. But, it's just like a big, a, I don't know. It's funny. It's kind of a, it's a good environment because it's an environment where you can like take yourself to the edge of uh-huh. your fears, but you know that you're in a place where the minute you say stop, yeah. like they will stop, and Completely like safe. you can shut it down the minute you want to. So uh-huh. it's a great place to be able to explore your boundaries. Yeah, to have a safe word, and I think I've only used it like twice in like the four or five years I've been working for Kink. You know, right. so it's like. Do you get to make up your own safe word, or do they give you um, one? They give we we stay on the same page because like if I make mine bananas and like mm-hmm. they're they forget like a strange word, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's usually like red or yellow or okay. mercy. So it's like the same across the board, so you okay. can respond better. Right, right, right. That yeah. makes sense. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so I wanted to also talk to you about um, something else that you know some people have been wanting me to have a black performer come in to talk about, which is about uh, like racism in the adult yeah. industry. Uh-huh. Um, I remember actually, I can't remember the name of the agency, and I don't know if we want to call them out or not. I mean, we can if you want. Okay, but um, <laughs> that was it for. Uh, black History Month yeah. that they offered all of their black performers a discount, discount. on their rates. Yeah. 
Wow. <laughs> I just remember when I saw that and then you tweeted about that. I was like, is that for real? Mm-hmm. I mean, what? <laughs> like how insanely insensitive? Like in what universe is that okay? It's 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 insane, and it was funny um, because I I tweet I couldn't when I'm faced with things like that like there's like a general racism that I kind of like assume goes on and I'm mm-hmm. like well I'm not gonna like go it, dive into that mm-hmm. because it's not like I'm not gonna like start drama mm-hmm. but when it's something is like right in front of me I'm like I can't like I feel like I have Tourette's and I just like like blurted it yeah. out <laughs> yeah of course so someone had sent me the text from like a director like a director sent it to them. And they were just like, look at this. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I can't believe it. And, like, even the, direc- the director had was like, you know, I'm just going to, like, blur out the words just so that way, you know, we mm-hmm. kind of kind of protect the person's mm-hmm. identity. And I didn't even, like, tag the model. Like, her picture was in it. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, sorry, your picture's in it. But yeah. I didn't, like, tag her in it. So it yeah. wasn't like, hey, this is against you because it was the agent. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. not the girl's fault that their yeah. agent's a douchebag. But... Uh, <laughs> It's so crazy. And then I tweeted it, and then the response was like, oh, that's fake. Like, they would never do that. And I was like, well, you might want to ask your agent because they are doing that. And then the agent was like, well, I don't see what's wrong with it. Like, everybody's doing it. And I'm like, maybe so. But when you actually put it out there and, like, put a press release on your girls being discounted rates for black talent, you know, on Black History Month, and it's specifically Black History Month special on on pussy. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's just, like, so... Like so far out there that I can't believe people like defend it and they're like, well, yeah, it's cool. And I'm like, no, no, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's definitely, that was like an incredibly insensitive thing and that yeah. surprised the hell out of me. It was crazy. It was crazy. And it was, what what shocked me more was that there were more people trying to defend it than mm-hmm. not, you mm-hmm. know, that more people were like, well, why are you mad, Anna? And I'm like, um, because it's pretty clear. It's pretty yeah. clear that this is messed up. Yeah. So do you feel that, I mean, do you, do you encounter what you feel is, like, how does it play out for you in the industry? Um, there's, like, sometimes there's, like, little things that bother me, like, for certain companies, like, I don't want to put the, the name out there because the, a person will mm-hmm. shoot me and um, be like, oh, we want to embrace your artist, Anna. And I'm like, okay, cool, we're going to do something tapping into me being black. And they're like, no, we're going to have a European guy that doesn't speak English teaching you English, and then this is your scene, and they're like, blow it up. But I'll see them like culturally do a scene for a girl, like, you know, dress her up in like Indian or mm-hmm. something like that. And I'm like, well, why couldn't I? Why can I do that? You yeah. know, like, I, I know I'm like a classier black girl that people like to cast me as, but mm-hmm. I'm like, I would like to be viewed as black sometimes, you mm-hmm. know, like for that instead mm-hmm. of like, trying to reject like ghetto gaggers you know mm-hmm. like it's like I want to be embraced like fully like I'm like almost there but not quite like how you feel I like had people to. like whitewash you yeah just like yeah there you go <clears throat> like I feel whitewashed for sure so what kind of like scene would you want to do like if you had control over being able to like create something like what kind of role would you want to play what kind of scene do you think you'd want to um, do there was talk one time of like putting me in a scene where um, I look like Grace Jones um, oh, like one of her album so covers so fucking cool yeah it was dope I could totally see that yeah I don't know and then they went with that oh no we'll just make it the European actor 
teaching you English that doesn't speak English. <laughs> Dude, I want to shoot you like Grace Jones. Yeah. We should do that. I'm down. I would totally do that. Yeah. That would be so fun. I'm down. It's <laughs> a good idea. <laughs> we love Grace Jones. We went to her concert and everything. <laughs> yeah. No, she, it's funny, actually. I was talking to somebody the other day who didn't know who she was, and I was like, what do you mean? And I was like showing them pictures of her. I'm like, okay, if they see her, they'll know who she is. And they had no idea. I know. I was sad. sad. (laughs) Where have you been? I know. I know. I think they were a child. Mm -hmm. I mean, not a child child, but just 18 or something. Oh, okay, okay. Millennial. (laughs) Right. Exactly. (laughs) That makes sense. How old are you? 29. Okay, so you're 29. I turned 30 this year. So, welcome to your journey. Are you excited? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm going to tell you something. Honestly, like your 30s are your best years. I feel like it. When I was in my 20s, I had no idea. I was so insecure. I didn't know. You know, I didn't mm-hmm. believe in myself, and I thought I was. It, it just you don't know what the fuck is going on. And I in feel your the 30s, same way. You really, like grow into yourself and <laughs> it's become true. more confident in who you are. I feel it. <laughs> so I'm going to be 40 this year. Hey, even more I confident. I know, right? I'm actually not that upset about it. It's funny because I was reading this article about how. Um, you know, people tend to like make the most amount of money in their forties. I'm like, okay, yes. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, bring it on because I really need that. Right. By the way, I actually relaunched my website, um, HollyRandall.com. Ooh, ooh, nice. I took it back from the people who were running it for the last five years, uh-huh. and so I'm running it all myself. And you were actually on my join page. You were the banner on my join page. So you were the last thing that people see. We're like, sign up. Look sign at this beautiful now. lady that you can see. You always take super dope pictures of me. <laughs> I, well, I love shooting you. It's You're cool. Such a pleasure. Thanks. <laughs> um, I noticed that you're wearing your Vixen necklace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so um, you were a Vixen. You made a Vixen when? Uh, December 2016, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And then you do like a lot. I mean, you do a lot of the announcements and stuff too. Like you mm-hmm. you go to Greg's studio. And so what does he do? Does it like what, every Saturday, I think? Uh, yeah, like once a month. Well, once every month um, that Saturday or whatever week they, they pick, mm-hmm. um, they induct the new angel into mm-hmm. their their angel graces, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> angel graces. I love oh, <laughs> And then you go and then you like present it and then yeah. you're kind of like backstage uh-huh. as like they do the shoot and you just kinda of like hang out and it's uh-huh. like this whole It's fun. Yeah. It's crazy like how much time they put into it, the preparation yes. for it. And they're super serious about it. Like yeah. they're like yeah, it no Tori told me about it about like how, you know, her intro took like a couple days to shoot and I yeah. was Really, and it makes me happy to hear that. And I was telling her that because, like, a lot of times I have clients who are like, "Look what Lansky did! Why don't you do that in one day with about a third of the budget?" And I'm like, "Yeah, no." <laughs> so it's nice to hear that, like, you know, yeah. when you see that stuff that's put out and it's produced so well that, mm-hmm. like, there was the, a lot of time put into that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, because yeah. sometimes you feel like people expect you to be able to produce something in a day, and sometimes I'm like, why, you know, mm-hmm. I, I'm like, why can't I get this done in a day? And it's like, you can't. It's, it's you can't. Possible. It's not a day, yeah. And if you want to spend helpful. the time and, and, you know. So to get it done right, it definitely takes time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, do you, ha- you don't have your own website, do you? No, um, I never felt, I never really wanted to get my own website because mm-hmm. I never wanted to work that hard. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> just honestly, like I saw how much work. Like, if I started it, I didn't want it to be half-assed. Mm-hmm. And I've seen a lot of girls' websites, and I'm like, well, this is not entertaining. Like, yeah. I wouldn't join. Yeah. So I didn't want to do it like shitty. So, and I didn't want to do it mm-hmm. <laughs> full on. So yeah. I just kind of like opted out of a website, and, mm-hmm. and the OnlyFans thing started up. So I was gonna say, you do you do OnlyFans? Yeah, that I seems like to OnlyFans work really well for a lot of girls. It's so easy. It's like it puts a lot of 
pressure off of it's like cheating out a website. It's just mm-hmm. like half ass mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> website. Um, but it's really fun. I like I'm really active on it because it's it's easy for me to just snap a right. boob picture in the bathroom and be like, hey titties. Yeah, and they like <laughs> they like that whole like amateur angle to everything. Yeah, it's so strange. Like I'll try to do something elaborate for them mm-hmm. and the things that they like, I'm like, you liked that? Okay. All yeah, right. I know, right? <laughs> it's so strange when like pe- people's preferences it's, it's feel I feel like I can never guess like what mm-hmm. they're gonna like or what they're gonna I have no idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now that you've been in the business for about seven years, um, what do you think is like the one piece of advice that you would give to new girls? Like, or, or say, could you, if you could talk to yourself when you first started, like, what would you tell yourself? Um, my, my, I would tell myself to. You did a good job. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> um, the piece of advice that I did give myself when I started was not to let anybody make me do anything I didn't want to do. Because mm-hmm. there's a big pressure when you're new to just like be get popular fast. Mm-hmm. So you end up doing things like anal or mm-hmm. gangbangs or just whatever when you don't want to necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, so I never really wanted to do anything because of pressure like you know, like changing my boobs or any, right, any right, stuff right. like that. Like, I didn't want the industry to change, like, what I really wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So that's, like, my number one advice is to, like, go with the flow of yourself. Like, if you want, if you like anal, do anal. Mm-hmm. Don't let anybody tell you, like, oh, you shouldn't do it yet because this and this and that. Like, you should do girl-girl first. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you should go at your, set your own pace and your own path at it. Right. For sure. Yeah. And, yeah. and then ask questions. Because, um... A lot of new girls like would come in and like ask me questions, or I'd ask people questions, and like they come back to me later. Um, like Jenna Sativa, I met her when she first started. Mm-hmm. She's so cute. She's and so cute. We hung out like for like a weekend and just like talked, and I gave her all this advice. And like mm-hmm. later, she comes back and she's like, "You know what, girl? Thank you so much because it actually helped me out and it worked." And I was like, "Thank you," and I'm happy that you're you know like she took it and she's doing good with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jenna's a she's so. She, she, I know she can do no wrong in my book. Yeah. <laughs> what are some of your girls' to, favorite girls to work with? Um, favorite. I, I just worked with Kaden Cross. Oh God, yeah, she's great, and she like gave me the chills. Like she's really good. She's like, <laughs> and it wasn't even necessarily the sex. It's just like, I don't know, like her like mm-hmm. her like sex dance that she does her is like really dance. cool. <laughs> 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 like I, I could feel her like sliding her foot under my leg, and I'm like, what is still happening there? And then before I knew it, she like flipped me over. She's like an MMA. Fighter sex. <laughs> <laughs> She's really good at like tossing you around, like, yeah. but sexy. Yeah. Like, I was almost overwhelmed. I was like, oh, I felt so unsexy being next to her because she was so sexy. <laughs> I seriously doubt that you were, but I, I know what you mean. She's got, she's definitely got a grace to her. Yeah. And the way that she moves. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we were talking earlier, you're going to be in the next Axel Braun movie. Yeah. The Deadpool one. The Deadpool one with, um, I think, Jessica Drake's in it. Oh, fantastic. If I'm not mistaken. But Jessica Drake and uh, Romy Rain are in it, and they're both really cool mm-hmm. to work with. Like yeah. Romy is absolutely crazy, like in the best ways. Yeah, she's really cool. Yeah, <laughs> who are I, you? Do you know who you're playing? I'm playing Domino. Um, but the they have two characters, so I'm gonna fuck Domino. <laughs> but they have like the the comic book version and then the movie version. Okay. So in the movie, Domino's black, and in the comic book, she's white. Huh. So. They're, we look completely different, and we're going to fuck each other. Interesting. Yeah. So wait, are there going to be two dominoes? Mm-hmm. 
Who's the other one going to be? Um, oh, I need to look it up because I haven't, I oh. can't remember people's names. So I haven't fucked. So, uh, you know, course. yeah, I look Well, at I least saw you remember it. their names after you fucked them yeah. because that's certainly happened when uh, people don't remember Ooh, other people. Yeah. And that's like happened on my set too, like in front of me. It's hilarious. Oh. You know who forgets people a lot is Charles Dara. <laughs> oh my God. Well, I mean, he, like he if you're not memorable everybody. to him, like he won't remember you. I could see that because he's, he's such a character, you know. He is. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Like, I mean, I love Charles. He's one of my favorite people. But, like, yeah, he's just kind of, like, if he likes you, you know, mm-hmm. and he, like, connects with you, then, like, of course he'll remember you. He's super cool. But, you yeah. know, he, he bangs a lot of chicks. And a I lot. remember there was a day on set once, and he went out to this girl, and he's like, he's like, hey, I'm Charles. Nice to meet you before the scene. And she goes, uh, we did an anal scene last week. <laughs> <gasps> last week? Wow, that's terrible. And he was like, oh, sorry. It's okay. <laughs> that would hurt my heart a little right? bit, especially yeah. an anal scene. I, you better remember. <laughs> yeah. Oh, like, poor Charles. <laughs> he had a really bad motorcycle accident many, many years ago. So mm-hmm. he says sometimes that that fucks with his memory. It's okay. I would. I mean, he remembers me, so that's all I care about. Yeah, <laughs> I would just say from all the nuts he busts, like he probably would have a memory loss problem. You know, like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this guy's like. Lose their all their brain cells through their penis. Yeah, definitely. So, who's some of your favorite guys to work with? Um, I really like. I'm pretty sure like everybody says this, but I like Manuel. Yeah, everybody <laughs> loves Manuel. <laughs> um, I like um James Dean. I like Johnny Castle, and I just recently worked with uh Donnie Sins, and he's pretty awesome. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And uh, one more, uh, Tommy Gunn. Aww. Yeah, Tommy, because he's just nice. like so nice. <laughs> he's like a GI Joe. He looks so aggressive, but he's I like know. a kitten. He's the sweetest. He's the sweetest <laughs> guy. I know. I, I've known Tommy for a long time. Yeah, yeah. He's a really sweet guy. He's really nice, even with his fingers gone. I'm like, now you're even more like a GI Joe. I know, it's, right? <laughs> it's like actual there. Like. I know. I know. Um, so, do you? Have, what are you doing? Like in your free time? Do you have any hobbies? Um, in my free time, I like to eat food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really like going out and eat food, mm-hmm. and like pair wine with my dinner. Mm. Um, I like dancing. I go out like with this one here. Like mm-hmm. we'll go out and get some beers or whatever, and just like dance. Mm-hmm. Like it, like no one's watching. Like a silly like I don't know how sometimes like we end up if uh, if we could watch ourselves, I would probably think it's like a comedy. You yeah. know, like yeah, like that that little wacky and fail. Oh, the man thing. Yeah, that's man. what we look like. It's not good dancing. Like <laughs> I wouldn't. Not? No, like I don't feature dance or anything no? for a reason. <laughs> yeah, it's not good, but it's it's fun. As long as you're having fun, that's all. That yeah, matters. fun dancing <laughs> for sure. That's my thing. Um, and then, do you? I mean, you have an incredibly like fit body. So, mm-hmm. do you work out a lot, or no. you're just like that, aren't you? Fuck yeah. You. God damn it. Yeah. No. Um, I have my dog. Um, I walk her up and down the stairs about three times a day. So that's probably the most exercise I get. Dump this water all yeah, over. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> everybody everybody asks me that. They're like, so what do you do? I know, because you have like such incredible muscle tone. <laughs> I have um three brothers. So I think it's like muscle memory from like constantly like playing wrestling and kicking yeah. your butts like growing up that I just like grew up buff mm-hmm. <laughs> and it stayed with me. Yeah. So luckily I don't I think if I had a bunch of sisters I probably wouldn't be so lucky. Right, I'd right, probably right. be a little potato. But yeah. yeah, it's my competitive nature with my brothers that I think I'm just 
Are you but, so are you so close to your family? Yeah, like actually one of my brothers lives with me. Oh, I live really? with yeah, I live with my brother and my cousin. So it's kinda like just being at home. Yeah. Like we'd like my brother and I constantly are still fighting each other. Like I'll wake up in the morning and like slap them or something. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, before you know it, we're like tumbling on the floor and stuff. So I'm sure our neighbors <laughs> are like, what are they doing up there? <laughs> That's really cute. My brother actually lives in the guest house behind mm-hmm. my house. So I also get to like have my brother there. And my, my family lives close, so I see them all the time. Yeah. But um, it's yeah, that's really nice. Yeah, I and like they're totally the like accepting of your job and everything. And in their way, they're brothers. So like the three, there's there's one of them that's like I am like wish he's a creep. He's a creep about it because mm-hmm. he's older and he, he's like, hey, can you can you hook me up with your friend? Yeah, and I'm like, course. no, like I would never invite him around like the yeah. industry. Yeah, but the brother that lives with me, he's very like calm and like. He's just like, whatever, I don't care. Yeah. Like, you know, it's not a thing to him. So, mm-hmm. like, I would bring, like, my friends around him and, like, it's normal. But my other brothers would, like, embarrass me kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, eh, they're, they're very cool, but not cool at the same time. You yeah. know, just embarrassing brothers stuff that they do. Yeah. Yeah. No, so, I hear you. Yeah, they're constantly, like, one, my older brother's like, hey, so do you know uh, whoever, you know, do you know Tori Black? You know, mm-hmm. I saw you. Took a picture with her. Can you? Can she hang out? And I'm like, no, no, Tori. Yeah, that's, that's we have real lives, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's, and it's always and it's embarrassing because I get that too. Like, oh, can you introduce me to so and so? And I'm like, it's just it's kind of like embarrassing for me to be like, hey, I have a friend wants me. You're gonna meet my brother. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming on, Anna. Yay! It was so good to see you. Thank you for having me. Can you tell everybody where they can find you on social media? Yes, they can follow me on Twitter at A-N-A-F-O-Triple-X or my Instagram at Foxy, F-O-X-Y underscore L-O-C-K-S-Y on Instagram. Awesome. And <laughs> make sure that you guys uh, keep an eye out for her upcoming uh, Deadpool yes. movie Yes, Axel Braun. That's- Axel Braun. That's a good idea just to follow my my Twitter because yeah. stuff comes out that I forget. I constantly forget what I'm doing because I'm constantly doing something. Yeah. So and also, two people come out with things at different times. Yeah. And you never know when it's going to come yeah. out. Yeah. I don't want to say something like today and it's like three months later. Yeah. And like where was it, Anna? Yeah. You promised us. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, again, thank you so much for your time. Thank it's you. Always wonderful to see you. Yes. <laughs> and uh, you guys can follow me at Holly Randall on Twitter or Instagram. And if you want to support the show, you can go to Patreon.com com slash Holly Randall Unfiltered, where I give away a lot of cool prizes, such as autographed prints from this beautiful lady, Anna, over here, <laughs> as well as a lot of other cool stuff. Um, also, too, I just relaunched my website, hollyrandall.com, so please go check that out. I would love your support there. Um, it was a very long and financially draining <laughs> fucking experience relaunching my site. So. Congrats. <laughs> Drop by and say hello. And I will see you guys next week. Yay. Well, that was really great to have Anna in the studio. It is always such a pleasure to see her. She is such a beautiful girl and such a sweet girl and just such a positive presence. And it's always really nice to be able to sit down with these girls, you know, for some time and get to know them as people, not just, you know, as the models on set that um, usually is the only side of them that I get to see. So this is a great opportunity for me. And Anna, thank you so much for your time and for coming in. 